It's like you're baptizing your mouth with every sip. (laughs) Whoa! We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia and uncover all of its secrets. I am your host tonight, Tim, and with me tonight are my good friends. Oh, oh I'm, I'm Kyle. Hi, I'm Sky. Sorry, I'm still kind of in the in the, the glow yeah, of, our, of our last episode that we did live. It was so sweet. It was sweet. a very sweet episode. Was, but if yeah. this is your first episode, hey, welcome. What we do here is we play a game on Wikipedia where we start on one page and we race by clicking link to link to get to a destination page. So tonight, Kyle and Sky are going to head from something that's been kind of a topic of uh, consternation lately, uh, baby boomers. Great. To uh, the end result of such consternation headache wow uh, good 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 for good. all We're involved honestly all of our listeners over 40 <laughs> both like of our my listeners. mom all of our parents yep. i think i think everyone gets a headache paying attention to this mm. stuff too much true also i don't think that's that. but you know what I, yeah i'm gonna not make jokes i'm sorry we're ready i'm ready all right so for this is going to be really fun. So uh-huh. for tonight's toss-up, I was hoping that you each could give me some type of medical condition that could be specific to a generation. It doesn't have to be boomers. It can be any generation. Uh, just any a made-up huh? medical condition. And I will judge it uh, based on its merits. Uh it's uh, prevalence in medi- medical journals and whether yeah. it makes me laugh. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Are you ready, Sky? Yes. I, yes. You- <laughs> I'm trying to come up with one that's not me. <laughs> do, 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 you want, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, I can... Um... I was gonna say we should flip for it, but that's what this game is. I mean, generationally, <laughs> game. Kyle, uh-huh. oh Kyle is first. Okay. Oh my gosh, you, you kids! Uh, all right, one, fine. Though? Are we all? What's that? We're we're all generate. We're millennials. All of us. Uh, I am by according to the dumb things that are like the ranges. I am by like one year a millennial. Right. Okay, just like way right on the edge. Yeah. I am, I am according, like, again, I am like 90% whatever the one is. There are, there are some, some, there are some sources. X. I don't care. There are some sources that (laughs) identify, (laughs) that identify the small period where Kyle and I reside as Xennials. I'm not. Which is a mix of Generation X and Millennials. I was just going to make a joke like that, but I couldn't make it work. Nope. I will stop and this podcast right now. It's not even a joke. Either. It's serious socio. No, it's sociological. not. Sociological. It is. Twitter so told my, me. <laughs> so my, um, my, uh, my, uh, you know, generational illness here. 
you know, I, I would call, you know, mine is just a, uh, it doesn't matter what generation you're from, I guess, for this, uh, because this is just generational farsightedness. Uh, it, it being an illness uh, that irrationally gathers people in, you know, kind of poorly defined cohorts and reduces them to caricatures, uh, mostly for the sake of social blame, uh, just as, as a social construct. It makes it real hard to see people for who they are is, uh, you Aww. know, is, is the way that I approach this. See, yeah, uh, got a little, got a little soapboxing there. I got to tell you, Tim, I got to tell you, uh, this is something that I feel pretty strongly about. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sky. All right. Mine is something that, that zoomers, a zoomer near you <laughs> might, <laughs> might be infected with. And it's called Lydia's. Sincerium. Oh no. And it's using the word lit sincerely, <laughs> not oh, yeah, in an okay. ironic way. And it's just saying like, oh yeah, lit. But not even not even like that's lit, but just being like, Hey, we we good for tomorrow? Yeah. Lit. <laughs> Which is the thing I've learned that some zoomers do. And it's very at first I was like, What? And I was like, No, that's so good. Their soul has not been eaten out by irony and like just right. decay. Like they can say lit and have it just be like that's a cool word that we yeah. use. And I was like, mm, that's a that's a medical condition I want to come down with. Um, I that's that's them calling it macaroni is in what fact, they're doing. I, yeah, oh yeah, macaroni, macaroni. Earlier earlier today, I someone posted something, some terrible thing in the world on Twitter and someone replied to it saying, I want to die. And the other <laughs> person, the original, the original poster said, uh, like, no, don't die. You're too lit. And I thought that was uh, very inspirational. <laughs> that is cute. I like it. Um, good. okay. So, oh my. So we have, we have lit and then we have the, the woke side of it with Kyle. <laughs> can I, can I, while you're considering this, can I just mention to Sky that I, for a half second, when you said the name of that illness, I thought you were going to, uh, I thought you were going to be making a note about, um, uh, like literary devices, like trends and kind of the new sincerity, mm -hmm. uh, like the, like newer novels just being so completely earnest and uh, which by the way i i personally like but uh but like it's a, it's a definite trend in literature and i was like oh no sky's gonna get into like a generational literacy uh uh illness here that's what i was that's what i thought when you, oh, when yeah. you said the i, name I honestly thought you were saying lid at first l-i-d <laughs> and it was gonna be like they were wearing hats like very oh, unironically yes. nice um but I think I think I'm gonna go with Kyle tonight. What? Because yep. uh, you Tim. you went beyond <laughs> you went beyond uh, borders. You really thought outside the generational <laughs> box tonight. Uh, and I appreciate. I, I just that. blew up your game. That's you all. Broke my game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess I, I thank you as, as someone from a generation that uh is used to things getting handed to them i guess quote unquote yeah there's a lot uh, of i appreciate getting just for sure you broke my game One just like more. just like a hacker and warned me 
about a critical oh, flaw goodness. that I must repair. Wow. So. <laughs> wow. Um, so Wait, yes. Tim, Tim, are you doing this just to make me read the page for Baby Baby? I mean, you're going to have to do that anyway. No, no, no. Out loud. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you will baby have to boomers. do that too, yes. Also known as boomers, mm-hmm. according to the according to Wikipedia, with no uh, no citation. I, I had thought uh, of the demographic uh, starting tonight on Boomer Isaacson, or how do you pronounce that name? Boomer. Uh, I don't know. He was a quarterback. Oh, um, oh, okay. Oh, that yeah, yeah. Boomer okay. Isaacson. I, got, I, got, I, I think that's his. Sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not close. No I, don't, I don't know. I was about to say I'm not close as in I, I'm not close to that person, but then also, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, the good part about, um, about this page is that it doesn't really go a whole lot into uh, other generations' thoughts on baby boomers. It just goes into, you know, how they grew up and well, stuff. Because it's it's, not it's real. very informational. Because it's not real. It's all, it's all just gobbledygook, social gobbledygook. I'm sorry. Uh are the demographic cohort following the silent generation preceding generation X baby boom generation is most often defined as those individuals born between 1946 and 1964. That's cited to what the, to an article called greed of boomers led us to a total bust from 2019. So they're saying the most often citation comes from this year. So just, I mean, you know, they Wikipedia wants us to believe that, uh, that that's, those are the ranges. Anyway, uh, in Western Europe and North America, boomers are widely associated with privilege as many grew up during a period of increasing affluence. What? Why is that cited? Affluence is cited? Oh, okay. Born at the right time. Uh, Due to a widespread post-war government subsidies and housing and education as a group, baby boomers were wealthier, more active, and more physically fit than any preceding generation as long as you were part of certain social groups. And we're first to for, first to grow up genuinely expecting the world to improve with time. Again, social groups. They were uh, they were also the generation that reached peak levels of income, depending on uh, your uh, you know background as well in the workplace, and could therefore enjoy the benefits of abundant food, clothing, retirement programs, and even midlife crisis products. Clarification needed on that, according to Wikipedia. Uh, however, however. This generation has also been criticized often for its increases in consumerism, which others saw as excessive. Also cited, according to Wikipedia. Uh, the boomers have tended to think of themselves as a, specialized, a special generation, very different from preceding and subsequent generations. It's not, I, I mean, sure. I mean, sure. <laughs> I... According to this, uh, the term baby boom refers to a noticeable increase in birth rate after the war, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. They do say here, let's see, what they do give some statistics. The post-war population increase was described as a boom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I just... (laughs) It just caught me off guard, Sky. By various newspaper reporters, including Sylvia F. Porter in the in a column in the May fourth, nineteen fifty one edition of New York I, Post. I did want to go back to something that you skipped. Oh, sorry. Just just this random last sentence at the end of a paragraph. The baby boom has been described sure. variously as a shock wave and as the pig in the python. Oh my gosh, I get what? that. I don't. Uh, so it's a. So, so when 
Oh my gosh, I hate that I that I can mentally make this image work. Are you imagining a pig uh, in a python right now? Inside a python, it's the it, you know you know if a if oh. a, a snake eats something, there's that like that bump. Yeah, it, it's up and then down in its body. That's what they're describing with that, I believe. But why? I don't know. I don't. That's a really ridiculous way to describe that. Like that's a saying that. I mean, doesn't need to exist. <laughs> I think. Oh no. Um. Anyway, uh, they say that the. Oh, this column says that the increase of two million three three hundred fifty-seven thousand in the population in nineteen fifty. Um, was the it's the you know the the res, the evidence of the baby boom, um, and they do show a graph here uh, again for recorded births per thousand population to show that yes in fact during that populate or during that time period there was uh, an increase in uh, in in births uh, during the couple during the years after the war so cool, cool yeah cool, cool. nice nice job I guess hmm. it makes sense. There's a lot more money and you guys are just coming back from a war and yeah, I can see why that would do that. doesn't mean you have to name a generation of people after it. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Characteristics are, are listed here. Oh my goodness. The H wave theory suggests an economic slowdown with the boomer. I just would like you to know that there is a page for okay boomer. Good. That I could have started you on had I decided to be especially uh, cruel tonight. Tim, Ooh. what am I going for again? Uh, right. Headache. Ooh, all right. I think I know what I want to click on then, sort of. I do too. You yeah. Can, mm. Whoa, 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 Let's whoa. What are, you, what are you picking? Uh, I I mean, right now, one second. I want to look, I want to keep, not, now that you've said that, the way that you said that, I, I makes me feel like you think that I'm taking your your pick. Let's see. Go ahead. <laughs> so Let's I'm thinking I, I want to click on. I want to click on Coke. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. Bam. Good. You, good. You missed the you missed the good one. Don't worry. Oh no. <laughs> right. I'm clicking on Coke. Okay, I'm sticking with my sticking with my my pick. All right. Um. Baby, baby boomer cohort number two. Oh my gosh! What? People born between 1956 and 64. Apparently, there's different cohorts. It's almost like there's no actual definition to this at all. Uh huh. So they were asked, like, what's the what's what world events over the past 50 years were especially important to them? Uh, 56 to 64 mentioned the Cold War, the Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, JFK. Uh, assassination martin luther king jr's assassination things like that sure um and then they also talk about watergate lowered drinking age to 18 in many states in 1970 to 1976 followed by by rising back to 21 in the um mid 1980s i didn't know this happened i didn't know it went down to 18 and then back to 21 i wasn't aware of that either yeah it went back as a result of a congressional lobbying by Mothers Against Drunk Driving, or MAD. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm going to click on Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Dang it, Scott. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, uh, yours is good, too, though, for sure. 
Oh no! Yeah, I'm. I think I'm like two I'm clicks sure away. I am. Yeah. Uh, I am proud that both of you uh, did not go for Gilligan's Island. Damn. Well, we were just there. Right. I don't think Coconuts headache would be heads, there. Though. Oh yeah, no! I, you're right. I was. Damn I'm it. glad you didn't go for the the coconut. Uh, the coconut. Oh, whatever. So. Callback from two episodes ago. Yep. <laughs> from two episodes ago. From earlier this month. I don't month. think it would have gotten you there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coca Cola, Kyle. Dang, Coca-Kyle. I'm, now I'm upset that I missed out on that. Oh, By yeah. the way, have uh, either of you tried cinnamon Coke? Nope. It is good. That sounds good. Is it? Yes, I'm surprised myself. Well, but it is tasty. Do you like I mean, do you like Coke? It sounds like. It do you like, like sugar? Do you like cinnamon? Yes. <laughs> together? Yeah, together. Do- I do. <laughs> yes. Weirdly, I do love those things. They're great together isn't cinnamon like in most coke like most colas anyway it wouldn't surprise me honestly i'm not sure huh is um. cinnamon <laughs> most... oh no well all right we're gonna have some fun here i think uh cola is a sweet and carbonated soft drink flavored with vanilla cinnamon citrus oils and other flavorings the thing is we I, I know we're going to have to just find something that gets us off this line because like a, a site to do for the like the funny part for tonight, because mine is just going to be Coca-Cola for a little while. So, OK, mine's going to be drinking. So <laughs> good. Here we go. All right. <laughs> so you did say this was going to be the serious one. <laughs> serious as a headache. Uh, Coca-Cola or Coke as is a or is a carbonated soft drink uh, for some reason cited. I feel like that's an early a premature citation there, uh, Wikipedia. Uh, it says in June 2012, Coca-Cola announced its intentions to be, begin distributing in Myanmar. Uh, and I don't know why that's, why that's cited within that phrase that it is a carbonated soft drink. Mm. Uh, manufactured by the Coca-Cola company, it was originally marketed as a temperance drink and intended as patent medicine. Uh, it was invented in the late 19th century by John Stith Pemberton. It was bought out by businessman Asa Griggs Candler, which that is a badass name, whose whose marketing tactics led Coca-Cola to its dominance in the world soft drink market throughout the 20th century. Citation. Um, the drink's name refers to two of its original <laughs> two of its in- original ingredients. Do, do you guys know? Coca. And cola. Coca. Uh, you are correct. Do wow. you know what those are, Tim? Cocaina. No. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> no. Um, well, I know the other one's cola uh, nuts. Oh, okay. That was the one that I was going to be surprised at. Well yeah, done. I, and I always yeah, just thought the other leaves. one's cocaine. <laughs> No, it's cocoa leaves, according to this. But yes, it is probably actually cocaine. Um, but cola nuts, I did not know that. Yep. Uh, well done, Tim. Um, the the current formula of Coca-Cola remains a trade secret. Cool. Although, I mean, it's corn syrup. It's it's just a whole bunch of corn syrup. And a dash of MSG. Although, uh, although a variety of reported recipes and experimental recreations have been published... That's not cited, and I really, really wish it had. It was. I want to know, like, hmm, hold on. 
Uh, Google it. Uh, recreation. Coke. Recreation. <laughs> Let's see what I get. I mean, you just, you just uh, stick it in on one of those little soda portable, like, home soda things, and... Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't get anything direct here, but I did get a video of people putting Mentos in Coke bottles. <laughs> so, uh, that's good. Let's see. Coke recipe. Let's try that. Food and recipes from Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola company. Oh, wow. I'll come back to this in a Coke minute. Coke and rum. Um, anyway, uh, Coca-Cola company produces concentrate, which is then sold to licensed bottlers throughout the world. The bottlers uh, who hold exclusive territory contracts with the company produce the finished product in cans and bottles from the concentrate in combination with filtered waters and sweeteners. This is not sounding good. Uh a typical 12-fluid ounce can contains how many grams of sugar, you guys? Uh. Uh. How many ounces of a 12-ounce can is just straight sugar? 10? No. <laughs> how, many, how many ounces in a can? 12. 12. Uh, 2. Uh, it is 1.3 ounces of sugar. Dang. Not far. Not far off. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of these things. The most common of these is Diet Coke, caffeine-free Coke, Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, caffeine-free, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, Coca-Cola Cherry, Coca-Cola Vanilla, Cherry Vanilla, and then special versions with lemon, lime, and coffee? Yep. Do people do that? Of course, they'll put, put coffee in anything. Coffee? Actually, that's very true. Uh, according to, oh my gosh... Uh, the best, a, a inner brand's best global brand study of 2015, Coca-Cola was the world's third most valuable brand behind which two others? Like brands entire, not just, not just drinks? Brands entire. Okay. Everything. Oh, I, I see it on the list here, so I, I can't really answer. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, you're going to have to repeat, because I'm looking through my page and I'm just flabbergasted at a couple things. Can well, Good. Two companies that are what outselling Coca Cola? No, the it's Coca Cola's third most uh, valuable uh, from 2015, uh -huh. uh, behind two other companies just throughout in the oh, world. Disney. No. What? Oh, no. is it drink companies? No. No, just altogether companies. Nestle. No, it doesn't. It no, doesn't again, have to be I would have guessed. Company. Actually, I mean, Disney's not a food company either, so I don't know why I said that. Microsoft. I mean, they are in their You're getting way. Getting closer. Apple. Yeah, Apple. Apple's one. Amazon. No, although again, I would have guessed. Global. Think of who hates who who might want to, I guess, uh, redirect to Amazon or own it someday. What Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yes, I guess they do have fifteen. I don't, I don't know. I'm blanking. Uh, it was, it's Google. Really? Yep. Yeah, Apple and Google. Huh. Anyway, um, so here, here's an interesting thing. I, I just want to touch into the history for just, just, just want to dip into it for a moment. Uh, somehow. Amazingly, the historical uh, description here does not go back to the Greeks and Romans. I what I would not have guessed, or would not have been surprised if so, if they were like used cola nuts for. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Confederate Colonel John Pemberton. So great. This is from the Confederacy. Who was wounded in the American Civil War and became addicted to morphine began a quest to find a substitute for the problematic drug and instead found another one. The, in 1885, Pemberton's Eagle Drug and Chemical House, a drugstore in Columbus, Georgia, he registered Pemberton's French Wine Cocoa Nerve Tonic. That is cited four times? Hmm. Wow. Lots of people know this exact thing. Uh, that sounds to me like someone's been contesting that. Uh, Pemberton's tonic may have been inspired by the formidable success of Vin Mar- Mariani, a French Corsican cocoa wine, but his recipe additionally included the African cola nut, the beverage's source of caffeine. It is also worth noting that a, that a Spanish drink called cola coca was presented as, as a, in a contest in Philadelphia in 1885, a year before the official birth of Coca-Cola. Uh, the rights for this Spanish drink were bought by Coca-Cola in 1953, so no one would ever know about it. I just like hmm. the uh, the original drink uh, from from Spain was called Cola Coca. That's that's extremely good. Um. Anyway, I, I'm not going to uh, kind of beat around the bush here. I'm going to caffeine. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're there. Uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. A lot here. Man. So, Mothers Against Drive Driving Mad is a nonprofit organization mm, in the United States and Canada that seeks to stop drunk driving, supporting those affected by drunk driving, prevent un- underage drinking, and strive for stricter impaired driving policy, whether that impairment is caused by alcohol or any other drug. Uh, the Irving, Texas-based organization was founded on September 5th, 1980 in California by Candace Leitner after her 13-year-old daughter, Kari, was killed by a drunk driver. There's at least one mad oh office gosh. in every state of the United States and at least one in each province of Canada. These uh, these offices offer victim services and many resources involving alcohol safety, um, and MAD has claimed that drunk driving has been reduced by half since its founding. So, I don't know. We had MAD at our school, right, mm-hmm. Tim? Do you remember this? They would do, oh. like, we're going to reenact a crash, and it's going to be scary. I, I remember, wow. I remember like, one year or something, like, a few years before I graduated, they, like, changed it to Mothers Against Destructive Decisions. Does that really? ring a bell? Oh. Uh, it's nowhere on this page. Right. But I definitely remember that. I wonder if, like... Hmm. I wonder if that was like a local chapter thing. Because that makes sense. Or maybe they, they changed it back. Because when yeah. I when I google mothers against destructive decisions, it automatically uh, goes to mothers against drunk driving. That's weird. Hmm. Mad that teams sounds like up with sad to hashtag #protect your squad. Yeah. That sounds mm. right. We'll get it. Oh, mm. sad is students against destructive decisions. Uh, oh, okay. I remember sad. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Um, that might have actually been who did did the stuff at our school. Yeah, that might have been it. Yeah, they're all about getting rid of drunk driving. Um, looking at their funding, not great. Uh, in 1994, Money Magazine reported that telemarketers raised over $38 million for MAD, keeping nearly half of it in fees. Whoa. This relationship Gosh. continues to date. What? Yep. It got a C minus. 
uh, from Charity Watch. Oh, Navigator, yeah. Yeah, Charity Navigator, yeah, yep. Gave a 63.53 out of 100. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, on its fiscal scale, 96 out of 100 on its accountability and transparency, though. So, like, they're up front that they might suck a lot. Um, I, it spent I mean, twenty four point four percent of its total expenses on fundraising uh, in two thousand thirteen, reportedly. So, because so, like I, I read this page like back, like I just skimmed through it, and like I started reading the activities and criticisms. And I was like, these criticisms are wild. There's this Radley Balco, an advocate for decriminalizing drunk driving. So one, I was like, what? <laughs> you want to decriminalize drunk driving? Um, yeah. He argues that that MAD's policies have become overbearing. He says, in fairness, MAD deserves credit for raising awareness of the dangers of driving while intoxicated. It was almost certainly MAD's dogged efforts to spark public debate that affected the drop in fatalities since 1980 when Candy Littner founded the group after her daughter was killed by a drunk driver, Belko wrote. But MAD is at heart a bureaucracy, a big one. It boasts an annual budget of $45 million, $12 million of which pays for salaries, pensions, and benefits. Bureaucracies don't change e- easily, even when the problems they were created to address change. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like they've reduced the legal limit for blood alcohol content, th- things like that. Um, uh, they went after like Grand Theft Auto, which whatever. Um, they're big advocates for sobriety checkpoints. Um, oh, yeah. Which I don't necessarily have that big of a problem with but still it's kind of like a whole your rights thing innocent until proven guilty but this radley balco opponent of limits to drunk driving and writer for reason magazine great (laughs) so that's kind of Mm -hmm. like i kind of half agree with this guy good um he writes you know in his eight point plan to jumpstart the stalling the stalled war on drunk driving mad advocates the use of highly publicized but random roadblocks to find drivers who have been drinking that's pretty shitty also yeah, talks about beer taxes, and he criticizes Mad for advocating higher taxes on, or not advocating for higher taxes on distilled spirits, even though they campaign to do so for beer. Interestingly, Mad refrains from calling for an added tax on distilled spirits, says um, this dude, Balco, which is a great name, uh, an it industry is. that the organization has partnered with <clears throat> on various drunk driving <throat> awareness projects. Weird. Weird. Huh. Currently, the federal exercise tax is 0.5 or uh, five cents per can of beer, four cents of a glass of wine, and twelve for a shot of distilled spirits, which all contain the same amount of alcohol. So, hmm. wow. Yep. Uh, well, well, go ahead. Great. No, that's that's it. Mm. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and they're also mad has proposed that breath alcohol ignition interlock devices should be installed in all new cars. Oh my god! So gosh. you have to blow okay. into your car every every time. Every time you, you start it. it, yeah. Uh, also, they just I, have I, that's how the government collects your breath. <laughs> <laughs> they have this. I mean, photo. that that feels like a weird thing that they would put into like Blade Runner or a yeah. spinoff of Blade Runner. They have they have Mad Smart Wheels, which is their bus where they do like a virtual reality thing of being drunk and driving, and it's just funny because it looks like it's like some clip art of a girl having a good time in VR with like a but car crash not. behind it. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's goofy. 
That is goofy. So mad. I thought that it was going to be this like this grassroots thing, but no, it's just this big organization that probably doesn't spend its money well and uh, just pushes its agenda uh, to uh, probably to the extreme. Um, I was hoping like drunk would be here, right? You'd think drunk would be here. It's everywhere except the only one that's linked is drunk driving. So I'm going to click oh, on drunk no. driving, which I think is going to do me in. If it was drunk, I think I'd I might have gotten you, but I don't think I'm I don't think it's this I don't think it's happening this time. Well, the you might have been you might uh have an advantage because I have not been looking at my page as I should have been. Oh, what yeah. I have been doing instead is looking at the Coca Cola recipes page because apparently there is a the Coca Cola company wants you to know all the different ways that you can use Coca Cola to make your food. Oh all right. Kinds of food. <laughs> Uh, and here's an interesting little note that they do here. Not all of this requires you to use Coke. Uh, uh some of these recipes don't have Coca-Cola in them, but a whole bunch do. Drink it when you make it. Right, 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 right. And that's, that's a very clever spin on their part, I think. Yeah. Is to say like, oh yeah, here's some avocado dip that you can have with your friends when you, when you're watching the game. Oh, hey. By the way, goes you great should, with avocado uh, dip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So among those um is this uh that Coca-Cola cake that I shared with you. Uh, I sent you that recipe for that. But then there's also here uh Coca-Cola shrimp stir fry. Damn. Um <laughs> yeah. It is a uh, a pound and a half of shrimp. Uh, with five fluid ounces of Coca-Cola, a teaspoon of garlic, and sugar. I like how it says here, level, easy. You can do easy. this. You know how to do so, this. Oh, yeah. You put them in a bag. <laughs> you mix them up. You put them in a, in a skillet. And here so you are. I want to, uh, I want to read uh, another article on here that will particularly infuriate Kyle, I'm sure. <laughs> Great. Good. It's titled That's what I like to Chefs do with my Aaron friends. Sanchez and Raul Ali dish on why Coca-Cola compliments any meal. <laughs> I'm going to skip down uh, to the second half. Uh, America's love affair with food is experiencing a renaissance, according to Janine Lewis, Coca-Cola brand director, Coca-Cola North America. <laughs> and one of the primary reasons why younger generations are so passionate about food, she added, is because of the genuine social connectedness and social currency dying experiences foster. Millennials, oh roughly gosh. half of whom describe themselves as foodies, are especially passionate about food and constantly express their opinions about the best dishes, restaurants, and more on social constantly. media. Constantly. And although many may Ugh. disagree about what the best food is, we can all agree on one they thing. They never shut up. Coca-Cola goes best with it, Lewis adds. Oh, my God. Amazing. Amazing. Coca-Cola partnered with the two popular chefs and TV personalities because both are highly respected among millennials, especially multicultural Wait. millennials. What? Wow. All? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I have some feelings about that but i'm not going to share them on this fun comedy podcast that we do with we do together yeah this is hey, uh, this uh, is gross so uh the world of coca-cola uh also wants you Guys, to know I'm that if you... a recipe so I'm sharing my screen oh please yeah absolutely so are, please uh, do they're asking these because i mean questions. one of them what about okay. the flavor profile of coca-cola pairs so well with so many different foods <laughs> The worst thing you can do is have a beverage that's weak in flavor and overshadowed by the food, or vice versa. 
The worst so, thing. No so one likes screw it. water. No one likes a weak beverage. Stupid water. No one likes a weak beverage, Tim. <laughs> Coca-Cola has the perfect texture and mouthfeel. Texture! It doesn't dominate what you're eating. It wakes everything up, and it can stand up to any dish. It's just the cleanser. It's That's a great the- palate cleanser. It's sweet and maybe a little no. sour. <laughs> what? It balances out None big flavors and can it hold also... its own with any food. It's like a great wrapper wrapping over a great beat. It just fits. <laughs> this guy keeps going. What? I also like to say it's a breath, a relief. Imagine you're a whale in the ocean. This guy's having fun with this answer. Imagine you're a whale in the what? ocean and you have to come up for air All before right. diving back down. When you're eating a meal, yeah, a I'm sip of Coke it. is like that. It's that little <laughs> bit of tanginess. It's the sweetness and it's the effervescence. The bubbles. It's like you're baptizing your mouth with every sip. <laughs> it's like a great Whoa. dance partner. It rocks well. Sometimes when I'm eating, I love the dish, but I'm actually looking forward to my next sip of Coke more than my next bite. Tim, are you still reading this or just making No, this that up? is the entire, that is in there. Oh my god! That, that guy has Wait, to be so, just like having fun with this. Like, that's great. So, it's a palate cleanser, but also extremely bold and has its own flavor. And it's also effervescence, and it's also what whales breathe. <laughs> oh, yep. Oh Whew. my gosh. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. What what recipe are you submitting, Scott? I've shared my I've shared my screen with you. Can you guys take a look? Make sure I'm not missing anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Hang on one second. The recipe. Yeah, I got the it. Recipe name is Coke pork rinds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ingredients: Coke pork rinds. <laughs> right. Directions: right. Pick up the Coke. If the Coke is a bottle, unscrew the cap. If it is a can, pull tab to open. Open the bag of pork rinds. Pour the Coke yeah. into the bag of pork rinds. Wait two minutes for soakage. Oh, I forgot to say eat. <laughs> yeah, of course. The pork. The pork rinds. Not the Coke. Preparation time, three minutes. Cook time, two minutes for the soakage. Oh, Sky, I think, yeah, Servings I think you... depends I think on it's... if you're hungry. <laughs> Yields, don't yield, do. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Your preferred username, CokeVoice69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Your photos or video. I'm not going to give them this. I think I'm done. Coca-Cola on social. I had to click this just because look at this image. Do you cook with Coca-Cola? Share your recipe. Yes. And like the button is like very pixelated, like it's not the right resolution. No. Ah, it's good. So among the other things that I found that Sky, your recipe is actually too complicated for some of these. Uh, because one of them here, the gingerbread Coca-Cola, uh, ingredients, eight fluid ounces of Coca-Cola, one fluid ounce, gingerbread syrup. Total directions, uh, one minute. Prep time, one minute. One step. Wow. Fill a 16-ounce glass full with ice, combine all ingredients, and stir. Are there cocktails That's on in- here? Oh, I mean, yes, they have several cocktails. Oh, of course. But, I mean, yeah, also, of course, they think it goes on ham and, and ribs and chicken and basically anything you Coca-Cola put. Coca-Cola you know, chicken beef. wings. Yeah, and uh, of course, multiple cakes. Multiple cakes. Multiple cakes, including uh, a Mardi Gras king cake with Coke. A king Coke cake. King Coke cake. Coca king cake. Yeah. <laughs> These wings actually king sound Coca pretty cake. good. King Coca cake. Brown sugar, onions, garlic. You're just putting corn on them. It's just more corn. Corn's good, though. Mm, <laughs> not this part of the corn. <laughs> not this one. Not this one. Mm-hmm. This corn's bad. 
Anyway, caffeine's here. I need. I'm just gonna control F and see. Headache, headache. It's there, but uh, it's not linked. Oh no! Oh yeah, I'm still in. It, boys. Oh no! <laughs> Hang on. There might one of the other ones. There are eight times that it's mentioned in here, and none of them appear to be. Oh, here's one. <laughs> Medications. <laughs> I'm sorry. Caffeine sometimes increases the effectiveness of some medications, such as those for headaches. I didn't know that. Oh, is headache linked? Uh, yes, this oh, headache okay. out of the eight ones that are on here <laughs> good, good, good. Are, is linked. Uh, caffeine is determined to increase the potency of some over-the-counter analgesic medications by 40%. I want to see, before I click, just real quick, I want to see like what it a, says here as far it's as... It's like a baptism for your headache. <laughs> kind of, yes. Um. Oh, interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> Caffeine in plants acts as a natural pesticide. It can paralyze and kill predator insects feeding on the plant. What? That's so much sugar. Uh, I mean, no, it's just a half high caffeine oh, levels yeah. are found in coffee seedlings when they're developing <laughs> I was, foliage. I was thinking <laughs> pouring coke on the plants. <laughs> on the plants, <laughs> yes. Got what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Good stuff. In addition, high caffeine levels are found in the surrounding soil of coffee seedlings. They they don't just like produce it; they spread it, guys, which inhibits and in, in seed germination. They kill off other plants so that. Oh my gosh, that's really wow! Uh, caffeine is stored in the tea leaves in two places. Uh, firstly, Where's it, the story? in the cell. Yep, in the tea leaves. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. That's all we need to do. I really, I really wanted, I really wanted to. The way you said it, I'm like, I think he knows. Oh, I know. Okay. Uh, In the cell vacuoles, where it is complex to polyphenols, caffeine is probably released. Probably, it says. uh, Wikipedia said, you know, gestures. Released into the mouth parts of insects oh. to discourage the mouth parts. <laughs> oh my! That's a weird way to describe eating. I can't wait to oh, release this whopper into my mouth parts. <laughs> hmm. Oh, hang on, I got some granola that I just need to release into my mouth parts. All right, I'm gonna go brush my mouth parts and then. I'm gonna mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you're an insect, and you got to get your mouth parts up above the soil to take a nice deep breath. Coca Cola is just like that. Nice rush of air into your thorax, into your mouth parts. <laughs> Whew, I did not think that tonight's episode was going to make me cry. <laughs> Caffeine and nectar. Oh, my goodness. Caffeine and nectar may improve the reproductive success of the pollen producing or pollen producing plants by enhancing the reward memory of pollinators such as honeybees. Uh, those plants are are getting these bees hooked on caffeine. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I know I could have spent the entire like hour on this page. But oh, wait, hold on. I got to check something out first. History. Here we are. Uh, do, do, do. Wow. 
Okay. According to Chinese legend, uh, the Chinese Emperor Shenong uh, reputed to have reigned in about 3000 BCE, inadvertently discovered tea. Uh, like caffeine tea, when he noted that when certain tea leaves fall into boiling water, a fragrant and restorative drink resulted. Well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, that again does not go to the Greeks and Romans. Nice job, Wikipedia. Um. Anyway, that's good. Yeah, it is good. Um. Anyway, I want to just click on uh, headaches because that's that's where we're going. I mean, it's, it's a good so, choice. Yeah, thanks. I'm going to click on headaches. Good job. Thank you. Did you want to say anything, Sky? No, the only thing I found out here that I wanted to say because, you know, it's important to to me because I live here. Right. Is the Grand Rapids effect. Or the Grand Rapids dip. <laughs> what? Which sounds like either a, a dance move from the, the 50s. <laughs> Or mm-hmm. like just like oh this is our special ice cream cone. It's like no, this is just vanilla dipped in chocolate with Coca Cola. It's studies of like the breath. Uh, uh, what's what's back breath alcohol content? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, blood alcohol. Blood alcohol breath. Yeah, <laughs> breath alcohol content. Yeah, would have a lower risk of collisions compared to zero um, percent reference referred to as the grand rapids effect or grand rapids dip based on a seminal research study by borkenstein et al <laughs> whoa um, i can't whoa. figure out why it's called the grand rapids effect it was actually Maybe borkenstein's monster <laughs> there you go oh good i clicked on on borkenstein and like he was in indiana so not quite grand rapids no i don't know <laughs> I don't know if they studied an area in Grand Rapids. I have no idea. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Good job, Kyle. Oh, I'd have to go you. to like alcohol. I, there wasn't even like drunk on here or intoxicated or inebriated. It's just impaired yeah. by alcohol. Then I go to alcohol and I bet headache's not here. It is, but Check it's it not out. linked. Oh dang! Yeah, you definitely, I, you definitely had it. I got lucky though because uh, out of the eight links, only a single one of the uh, like headache links, only one of them was actually linked, and it was halfway through the article. Nice, nice. Um, <laughs> you okay? Yes, I'm sorry, I'm just reading through. I'm reading through the article, and I and I just read something that was. I mean, it's serious, but it's also amazing. <laughs> So, um, the, uh, the headache page mm-hmm. here has a fantastic opening image. Extremely good. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, there's alpha <laughs> ethanol. That's a, that's a photo of ethanol. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Hooray for gags that our, that our audience mm-hmm. can't see. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's an extremely good uh, image here for headaches. And, wow, I mean, I want to say it's, like, the cover of a horror video game or something. Like, it's, it's like, oh, yeah. two steps away from it. Like, the lighting is you, serious. You would, you would not have to push too hard. This woman is, yeah, oh, it's extremely... She's also from Grand Rapids. 
What? This person, this is a self-taken like photograph. I don't know, self-portrait. Oh, wow. I've had a migraine headache for six days straight. Today was so bad I couldn't concentrate on what I was saying. I'm not even sure what I knew what I was saying because of the fa- pain. I even mixed up two people's names and felt really dumb afterwards. Anyone got a migraine cure? Smiley oh, no. face. And then this is Sarah Aww. Wolf from Grand Rapids. It's called Can- Can't so- Concentrate. So- did I say Sasha, Sarah? I, I said so- yeah, yeah, you did. It's, it's fine. Sasha. Do you have a migraine? Maybe. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Sasha. I hope you I hope you feel better. Um yeah, it's an extremely good photo though. Uh it says uh is a symptom of a of pain in the face, head, or neck. Uh only one of those is the head. Uh it can mm. occur as a migraine, tension type headache, or cluster headache, which sounds terrible. Uh have any of you guys ever had a cluster headache? I have not, fortunately. No. I've I, I have I've had headaches, but never like real bad ones i've been very fortunate oh wow i've had uh tension headaches before and they are no fun um yeah it's difficult <laughs> uh it says here uh, headaches can occur as a result of many conditions there's a number of different classifications including uh oh yeah causes include dehydration fatigue sleep deprivation stress the effects of medication recreational drugs viral infections loud noises loud noises wow Oh yeah, actually, I know loud noises can give me a headache. Makes sense. It happens. It happens pretty regularly. Uh, common colds, head injury, rapid ingestion of a very cold food or beverage. Well, that's just hmm. That's just brain freeze. Uh, and and dental or sinus issues. A headache is one of the most commonly experienced of all physical discomforts. Kyle, wait. May yes. I talk about the primary sex headache? I suppose. Primary sex headache is a dull bilateral headache that starts during sexual activity and becomes much worse during orgasm. Their first album was called... These headaches (laughs) are thought to be due to lower pressure in the head during sex. No. It is important to realize that headaches that begin during orgasm may be due to a subarachnoid hemorrhage, so serious cases must be ruled out first. No! These headaches are treated by advising the person to stop sex if they develop a headache. Oh, wow. 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 Sure. That that sounds awful. I'm I'm very sorry for those people. Oh, no. <laughs> Just It's like, honey, I'm getting a headache. <laughs> no, you're supposed to say that before. <laughs> no, it's before. <laughs> it's too late. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's all it's uh, over now. It's never uh. too late. I'll <laughs> not advocate for it. <laughs> I want to make an official podcast stance. <laughs> it's never too late for consent. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Thank you. That is, yes, that is official. Yeah. Wow. I, wow. I didn't realize people could have headaches for multiple days at a time. I've never had one for longer than a day. Yeah, that's rough. Oh, she's that a good photographer, the Sasha. <laughs> <clears throat> this is weird isn't this like the third it's definitely the second at least like what a, a photographer that we ran into on wikipedia that is from grand rapids i don't know we seem to have a lot of them here for some reason i don't know it's maybe it's just i think it is <laughs> <sighs> well it's just the it's the grand rapids dip i, I guess I guess, yeah <laughs> you know the people are grand rapids bump, west, i guess they're gonna take photos I don't know. <laughs> just 
Photos? All right. Need more photos. Photos of headaches. Tim, I gotta know, why did you come to Headache? Because, uh, like I said, it's just... I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of sick of the whole OK Boomer thing going on. And just the whole um, outcry on both sides over everything. And so when I was sure, sure, doing sure. my research and I came across Headache, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a good place to stop. Good place to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, did you just say Headache? Headache. Headache. My favorite is fish. That, is that a... <laughs> is that a uh, a Midwesternism that I've never picked up? I Maybe, because I didn't realize I said it that way. <laughs> so... <laughs> now, now, Tim, Tim, now that you've said it, say Headache. Headache. <laughs> now now we'll never know you'll never know which way you actually say oh i mean it is it is recorded Kyle. <laughs> i so guess you're right yes. to go back to oh no <laughs> <laughs> okay i guess what i'm saying is that you will have to listen to this make episode it, make it the stinger sky we gotta we gotta yeah, we have go. it for the record officially and easily accessible <laughs> um I really enjoy this, uh, the advertisement here. It says for headache medicine uh, that it shows down by the management of headaches. Uh, the original creation, the Bromo Seltzer Cures. Uh, the woman in this, in this image is just like going to town. Um, it's a pretty amazing. Uh, she's like dancing, thrown off. The, like she's got like one foot kicked out. And like both arms like waving around and it's still like ta ra pa uh boom. <laughs> it literally has an all caps. I, I and I can't say is that just D A? Yeah. I, I don't ta, know ra, what that ra, is. Boom D A. Boom D A. Yeah. Um yeah. As sung by Miss Lottie Collins. Oh wow. No, this is a this is a uh a celebrity endorsement. Of Bromer Seltzer Cures. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Ra ra boom da da ra ra boom da. I didn't know that was actually <laughs> oh, no, like, it's like that. the lyrics to the song. Oh wait, is that an, actual, an actual song? an song, Kyle, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. I thought this was more or less made up. Oh, oh man. I learned something today. If you search for it, uh, there is a YouTube video and the image for it is the very same uh flyer that you see here that does make some sense but yes oh i think that yeah and that i think is going to be that's it on oh oh you're going to link us to it yes you are all right i'm going to click this and i'm going to feel you know this is all right let's see You neglected to tell me that the opening two seconds of the of the introduction here are just a person in the flattest voice possible. Oh, yeah. And then I saying, believe he also sings. Ta 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 ra ra boom yeah. da as sung by the just extremely extremely good. Let's see, are we are we all squared up now? <laughs> yeah, I, I believe good? so. I believe we're good. Thank you for joining us tonight on this uh, rousing 
game from Boomers to Headache. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. that harmful, was it? it wasn't that no, bad. No, no, no. We learned uh, a few things. <laughs> we had a few Cokes. <laughs> if you liked what you hear, we have plenty more episodes. You can find them on any regular podcatcher that you have access to if you would like to give us a rating we would really appreciate that let us know how we're doing you can also yeah. find us on facebook at uh, we should know better and on twitter at wskbcast uh, you can also find us on blogspot at wskbcast.blogspot.com you can access uh, most all of our episodes as well as uh, some of the images that accompanied them <laughs> Some of our favorite images. Yep. <clears throat> Is there anything that you would like to go out on tonight, fellas? I mean, all I need to... I mean, I, I would love and continue to talk with you guys about this, but uh, I have to uh, to go take a break because, you know, like you know, like a whale has to have, have has to come up for air, you know, has to have to go take a break and just, you know, yep. get have a part of that effervescence, those, those I bubbles. I gotta go tonight. baptize yeah. my mouth parts with some Coke Zero. Gosh. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Baptizing hearts. Baptizing that oh. guy. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That incredible either, absolutely either incredible. the most ironic fun <laughs> having with something you know is is ridiculous or that guy was just ultimately shilling yeah <laughs> and in either way i kind of have to respect him a bit for it <laughs> yeah no i that's a it was a pretty pretty uh pretty strong move on his oh part. my gosh guys oh i is is this yeah. a, a fun is this phrase funny can gold maintain its impressive rise <laughs> that's, that's on the homepage of of our website, and I remember putting it up and being like, "This is funny," and I was going to share it to you guys, and I forgot. <laughs> Can gold maintain its impressive rise? <laughs> <laughs>